Hello, this is Agoro, host of the Agoro Show, and you are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. So keep your ears open and your mouth shut, shut. Welcome to the Steven Crypto Show presented by TheSteveStrout.com. I'm Steve. I'm Crypto Zoo. Hope you guys are ready to jump and jive. It's episode 6555. And that All might right. be the All end right. of these That's damn it. rhymes, too. <laughs> That's it. I think it's time to retire the it's time to it's, re, it's time to retire the rhyme. I think it might be. That was the last one. We had to get that in. I mean, I'm not sure we'll say some dumb rhymes at some point, but I think we're going to stop trying to rhyme that number. First of all, they're getting dumb. Second of all, it's getting really hard. <laughs> yeah. We are going to try to do a new fun little feature because you guys know we like sending prizes and shit to people. So we're going to do a little uh, trivia. Later on in the episode, we'll ask you a trivia question. And uh, so I got a... Uh, Ryan, my fiance, she got me a horror trivia game for valentine's day which we're actually recording on valentine's day so happy valentine's day people happy valentine's day everyone so she got me this game and she was like you can incorporate this into your show and that kind of made me feel good that she cared and thought about it that much so i was like okay okay i like it i like it so it's a horror trivia game and some of these questions are easy some are a little harder but i only looked at a couple of cards and i, I think this could be fun so we're gonna do it we're gonna each week, we'll ask a question from this game. And if you guys uh, know the answer, send us a message on either in the Facebook group, which Crypto will tell you about in a second, or hit us on Instagram or Twitter, which, you know, he, he will talk more about this too. But um, the Steve Strout, he's CryptoZoo88. You know, like I said, we like to do fun things and send you guys prizes and share stuff. So let's do that since you guys are always so generous with us and showing us a lot of love and places like Patreon, which you don't know about it. We have a Patreon page set up for this show, patreon.com slash Steve Crypto. And you can go there and uh, pledge to uh, subscribe, whatever amount. Like, I mean, it, it suggests $5, but you can put a dollar in anything. It all helps. And we don't have tears set up or anything. It's just if you're pledging something, you have access to exclusive stuff we'll post. Uh, we'll share photos of things, sort of, I guess, behind the scenes, if you want to call it. Photos of our stuff, collectibles, weird things. Um, we did that uh, quick episode of me talking with my fiance about games. We'll do stuff like that. We've been putting out videos, uh, like unboxing videos and stuff, and just having fun with that stuff and subscribers or patrons get first dibs to see all that stuff a couple of weeks before we put it all public. So if you're a uh, Patreon, I guess they're called subscribers or patrons, you get first dibs on all the, um, our attempts, all of our attempts at making entertaining <laughs> stuff for you guys. And I think, I mean, people are giving me good feedback on it. So that means we're doing something right. And uh, thank you guys for tolerating and tell us some other ways they can support us. Well, you can hop over to our Facebook group page that Steve mentioned a minute ago, uh, which is basically just facebook.com slash 
the Steve and Crypto Show, you know, or the Steve and Crypto Show podcast. Just type our name in and you'll find it. Um, come be a member. You know, it doesn't cost you anything. Just a little bit of your time to maybe check out some some fun little, you know, nerdy bits of news or or whatever we decide to post in there, which, you know, it's often things hyping up the show, but sometimes we post unrelated things in there. Just just shit that we think is fun. And uh, and we actually encourage all of you to to do the same. You're welcome to post, you know, anything that's that's like on the the pop culture side of things, the horror side. Basically, as long as it's not like political or religious, then yeah, you're, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, it's not what it's for. But you know, um, if you have like a book that you're writing or or an album that you're working on, maybe uh, you post a song in there or a little bit from your book or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, it, we just want to help promote other people and what they have going on. And that's exactly what our show is about. So uh, you can, <clears throat> you can check out the Facebook group page. Um, you can also uh, head over to our social media pages, which are the Steve Strout and crypto zoo 88 on facebook instagram and twitter um you know feel free to send us messages there if you if you want to be on the show if you want to come on you're like hey i got something i'm working on that i think is is fitting for the show you know it, it doesn't have to be horror but we definitely welcome that so um you know let us know send us a message and we just might want to have you on um or even if you have a friend that is working on something i mean help them out it, it's Really, it's it's free promotion for them, you know, to come on and talk with us for a little bit. And we enjoy it. We like connecting with new people. And we've made a lot of friends in the last year, year and a half of doing this. It's been really fun. I mean, people that I I especially thought I would have never connected with before. You know, Steve has some of these people, you know, were already friends of his before the show. Um, you know, and, and it's just nice to be able to to be a part of such a fun community like the i mean pop culture community and pop culture community in general is fun but like when you go to the horror section of it those people are diehards man and if you guys are listening to the show you're probably one of us and you know that anyway um but we're we're very passionate about things that we enjoy and other people might see that as nerdy but we just see it as exciting you know and it's just fun it's like why why not show off the things that you love you know and the things that you're passionate about yeah why not why not right <laughs> fuck it um and speaking of uh promoting other people and stuff later on this episode we're gonna have a little chat with our friend ainsley pompey she's one of the co-hosts of the one dark fright podcast they're a really cool show to talk about uh, movies. They have a really cool perspective on them, and they get kind of funny sometimes, which is right up our alley. So stick around. Later in the episode, we will talk with Ainsley, and she'll tell us about her show and a little about herself. Definitely, definitely check out their show, guys. Um, there's only there are only a couple episodes in right now. New show, know, so, but they're yeah, it's new, and and which is good for some of you guys that might open up a page to a podcast and be like, holy shit, there's like 200 episodes. It's overwhelming. I don't want to get into this. You know, there, there are a few in at this point. So you can jump in and, and kind of get a feel for what the show is like. And, and it wouldn't be hard to catch up. 
So um, I recently listened to the Scream 3 episode that they did. It's really fun. They teach you a few things that maybe you didn't know before. Point out some things here and there. Yeah, maybe some things that you might have not noticed or forgotten about. Right. You know, I mean, honestly, that's probably the the film out of the series that I watched the least. So listening to it again was kind of nice, a little breath of fresh air. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot that that happened and that happened, you know. So, yeah, guys, definitely go check it out. Like I said, that'll be later in the episode. Um, So last week we talked about all kinds of stuff. A bunch of movies that you uh, went and watched. So how has this week been? Pretty good. Uh, the other day, I uh, I was giving Riker a bath. I was starting the bath water up. You know, I got the the like the suds going and everything. So you couldn't even really see the water anymore. There was so much soap in there. Yeah. And so I'm tossing toys yeah. in. Had a nice bath going. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's I just put him in. And I'm tossing some toys in. We got him this little uh, basket thing that's kind of in the corner did to the Booger, other side. Did Boogersaurus take a bath with him? I believe he did. He did. Boogersaurus yeah. probably needed a bath. <laughs> he needs to brush his teeth. Yeah, he needs to brush bag. his teeth. That's what he needs to do. Dirty but, uh, you know, so I, the tub's on the right side. And on the left side, I got a little basket with some toys. And I'm just kind of like chucking them over my shoulder into the tub. Like, kaplunk, kaplunk. And after a couple of them, a couple of kerplunks in there, I turn to grab another toy and I hear kerplunk and I turn around and all of a sudden a brown shark had made its way into the tub somehow. Ooh, that was not yeah. a toy. There was not two brown toy. sharks, two little oh. brown sharks in there, but there was also, you know, a great amount of soap suds and, you know, I, I it was kind of hard to see. And <laughs> so you're did like, you right, go I'm in, not, did you just go in like. This- did you go in like bobbing for apples? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I, uh, I'm not trying to touch this brown shark. You know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not a jackass at, trying at to like go in point, and pet the shark. At that point, you just got to reset the tub. Yeah. You got to drain exactly it and start over. It's exactly what I did. Like, man, we, we already had the tub filled up and everything. And then, boop, 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 boop. yeah. He thought so. he was plunking shit into the water he wanted to play yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i got a plunk for you You're like oh i could top and that a yeah. brown shark came <laughs> i could top that Bloop. at least he didn't have a gi joe up his ass or anything and this was the kid right you didn't do this to blame the kid. <laughs> i knew you were gonna ask me that and no it was not me all right you were I was upset about to give him you a... were like damn yeah, i should have thought, yeah. <laughs> thought of no. that no <laughs> no, I'm more upset. Like I gotta like either, you know, go fish these out or just drain the water. I'm like, well, I'm gonna drain the water for sure. This well, is yeah. this is gross. Yeah. This is gross. But so you know, I'm you... just gonna try to fish them out first. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it doesn't. No, you drain. It, it didn't really make any sense. Like I'm gonna drain the water regardless. Do you so drain it and like pick them up with a paper towel and like clean it out real quick, or do you just yeah. try to mash? Do you try to mash it down? Oh God, no, no. <laughs> No, I know Joey Diaz. No, I'm, I'm... mash it down the drain. <laughs> you ever hear that story? He, no. he, like I heard him talking about how he was in the shower once. He was talking about it on his podcast. He's like, he, he was taking a shower and he had to shit, and he's like, instead of getting out, he just like, like pushed it out and then like threw it into the tub from or threw it into the toilet from the tub. Ooh. Yeah. No, you just get out. You just get out of the toilet. 
You get out of the toilet, the tub. You just get out know, of the I'm shower. Sorry. I'm sorry. He didn't throw it out. He thought about doing that, but he's like, my wife would kill me if I didn't, you know, if I tried to throw it into the tub or into the toilet. So he just mashed it down. That's what it was. <laughs> he's like, I just mashed it down into the think into the tub. You would think she would be more disappointed in the fact that he mashed it down the tub rather than just picked it up and tossed it into the toilet where it belongs. Yeah, yeah. That, that Maybe makes he thinks he's no a bad logic. aim or something. Maybe he thinks he's a bad aim. I don't know. Because, like, it's uh, not like, he's not going to be washing his hands or anything after, hopefully. Right, yeah. Unless he's like, hey, honey, come look at this. I got some something on my fingers. <laughs> But yeah, so I had to, uh, you know, rather than trying to like look through the suds to find these little brown sharks, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to drain the water, keep his hands away from it, and then I'll get him out, you know. And was he like start, trying he to get to it too, just to fuck with you? Uh, well, you know, he, he, he knew that he did it because right. I could see him like looking down. But he wasn't trying to reach for anything. But right. I'm just like, I, I, the next thing he's going to do is try to reach for it. So I'm going to just yeah. nip that in the bud just before he even right gets a chance. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, you know, that's my fun for the beginning of the week. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, this, this episode is off to than, a great start. <laughs> off to a shitty start. Pun intended. Um just a few days ago, I went to the BNI. We had a little family trip out there. Um, you know, locals might know it, it's out in uh, Tacoma, Tacoma, right. Washington. Um, and what exactly that, is the BNI for people? That it don't know? is. It's it's basically like a kind of like a little mini outlet mall in a way, you know, um, and and kind of like a uh, like a little flea market or or yeah. you know something like that. I call it like a like flea a swap market meet. swap meet kind of place. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a swap meet, and they have like a uh, an arcade in there. And this place has been around since since I was a kid. You know, yeah, since the eighties, it was a really popular attraction. Yeah, yeah, it's been around a hell of a long time. And what's cool about it is, I mean, a lot of the stuff inside hasn't changed. Like they have a Ferris wheel that's been there since I was a kid. I mean, it's broken now, but they didn't take it out. And a Ferris um, wheel. Or like a yeah. carousel thing. Or I'm sorry, not a Ferris wheel. A merry-go-round. Yeah. Yeah. Was was like, the last time you tall, yeah. yeah, not a Ferris wheel. A merry-go-round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they have one of those. You know, it's not functional anymore. Right. But, but it's cool it's still there. Because I remember riding it when I was little. Right. And um, so that's in the arcade. And then, Is you know, the they have all these you little... Went, you went hoping <laughs> to ride it, didn't you? <laughs> like pushing my kids out the way. Like, get yeah. me on Ooh, I'm first. First, yeah. then it was only broke. I get to write it. Yep, I write that's it why he that's why he dropped a deuce in the tub because you pushed him <laughs> on the line. He's like, I'll get you back later, motherfucker. <laughs> well, he shit in the tub before we went to the BNI, so that's my revenge. Like, just for that, just for you shitting in the tub, I'm gonna write on the merry-go-round. You don't get to, you get to sit and watch me write, it. and you couldn't even write it. No, no, but anyway, you know, they got the arcade. Um, there's a a uh, nice little food court there they have uh tons of shops um you know there's there's a a shop there i think it's like a record store now and it used to be a pet store and i remember my parents and i would go there and i was a kid and my mom would be standing at the window just like talking to the parrot and <laughs> my dad would laugh he'd be like we'll go to every store in this place and come back she'll still be standing there talking to the parrot or whatever birds are in the window and you know um back in the day this might be 
hard for some of you to believe uh, that aren't local. But back in the day, this flea market swap meet place had a live gorilla in a cage in the corner. And his name was Ivan. And I think eventually they moved him to a zoo or something, right? I'd never seen him, but I'd heard stories about him. Like they even made that movie about him recently, yeah. didn't they? It's on like Disney so. or something. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, um, he was there when I was very little. I, I mean, I don't, you know, physically remember going to see him, but like I remember my mom talking about it and then seeing pictures of us there and whatnot. But right, um, yeah. So Ivan the gorilla was at this place many years ago, and and even today, if you go there, there's still like some newspaper articles that are like in cases on the wall you know about, about that yeah um but yeah it's a cool place to go to if you're in tacoma area go check it out sometime i mean you can find a lot of a lot of things for good deals you know from like clothing to collectibles whatever you can go there and buy like a grill for your teeth <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yep and a brand new system for your car <laughs> yeah that it was literally just ripped out of somebody else's car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll sell it to you for like 15 bucks. It's like a big giant pawn shop. It's probably what happened. They probably sold the gorilla to somebody. <laughs> like the owner needed like some drugs and was like, yo, I got this gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> like what's that gorilla do? Yeah. Nothing. He just eats and shits. He just eats bananas all day. Yeah. Gotta be worth a 20 sack of meth though. <laughs> yeah i mean because you could probably make some money back just by telling people to come over to your house like, i got a gorilla yeah, in the backyard yeah. i let you see it give me five bucks yeah let's feed it a banana or something <laughs> some meth has just got his kid with a gorilla costume out in the backyard <laughs> <laughs> that's, funny. that's funny dad i don't want to play this game no more yeah so i know uh you've been waiting a while for the evil dead game oh definitely yeah, yeah. That, there's a short list of games i'm really like looking forward to and ones that i know i'm gonna buy that's one of well them. if you're sure you're gonna buy it you can actually pre-order it now i don't know if you saw that you can pre-order go to eviledeadthegame.com and you can actually pre-order the game so and i think it has some bonuses for pre-ordering it is this the same evil dead game that if you pre-order it comes with two bonus skins I don't fucking know. I just saw that you could pre-order it and go is to that it, site. Is it the same really, game, really? I don't really care about <laughs> games, so not, uh, not video right. games. So I'm the game I was just telling two. you because I know you've been, uh, every time they push it back, you cry a little bit, and <laughs> I don't want to see you cry no more. I just want you to know every time really they push happening. the date back, my pillow gets a little more moist. Uh, um, yeah, if you pre-order it now, you can receive two brand new skins for Ash. And I believe one of them is from Army of Darkness, and the other one is an S Mart employee skin. So, um, I, I yeah, <laughs> you can, uh, I think in this game, you can play as you know, Ash, of course, and then like a knight from Army of Darkness. Um, what is the, the main girl's name in Ash versus Evil Dead? I don't know, I didn't watch it, Kelly, Kelly. You can yeah. play as Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Play as Kelly. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's the ticket. Yeah, I can't um, wait to play as Kelly. Yeah, you can play as Kelly. And uh, I believe there's another guy from the original Evil Dead. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. 
And you know what else I'm looking forward to is did you before you carry on about that? Did you watch the uh, the Evil Dead documentaries that I mentioned to you? Yeah, definitely. weeks back. Yeah, yeah, Hell to the Deadites. Yeah, I didn't watch it yet. What do you think of it? Um, it's great. Uh, anybody who doesn't know about it, you can find it on Shutter. Um, they uh, they talk about three of the the biggest Evil Dead fans in the world, and yeah. the the top one happens to live in Olympia, Washington. She's actually, a friend. Cool. She's actually an acquaintance of mine, and um, I actually want to get her to come on our show soon to promote her podcast. So, we'll shout out to. I think they're kind of on a hiatus because they've already ran through every episode, but they have a podcast about Are You Afraid of the Dark, the, the series. Um, it's called Are You Afraid of Are You Afraid of the Dark, which you can go back <laughs> and listen to the episodes, but I, I think that they finished running through the whole series. So slight hiatus, but I think they're going to come back with some kind of new stuff and do new things. But uh, yeah, she's on the show. I, I love their podcast name and I love what they talk about. I got to say... Um, She's definitely a fucking huge Evil Dead fan. One of my favorite rap groups right now, Ala Zululu. They have a lyric where they say, "Life's a movie. I'm just playing a part. I only play. I only care about goosebumps and afraid of the dark." And That's that was line. my childhood. That was my childhood, man. Like I only gave a shit about goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark and scary shit like that. I just I had to be home to watch goosebumps every day. And are you afraid of the dark was definitely on the list too. We're getting more goosebumps. Yeah, we sure are. Um, hey, before we talk about the Goosebumps thing, though, you asked me about Hails of the Deadites, the documentary about Evil Dead, before we get too far away from that. Um, yeah, so it's on Shudder. Uh, it's really, really good. They talked to Bree, who's from Olympia, and there were two other people. Um, I believe there was one from Canada. I'm, I'm misplacing her name right now, and um, I can't think of where the other guy was from. But, um, you know, they, they just talk about the franchise and and you know of course bruce jumps in occasionally and has a word here or there um yeah, i'm not gonna spoil it but there's an appearance from somebody else that's a, a popular face in in the horror community an actor that i didn't even know was in army of darkness and you'll have to watch to find that one out but um it's it's really entertaining man like um my my girlfriend hasn't given the Evil Dead franchise a chance. Well, she watched the remake. Um, she's kind of picky with horror. She, you know, but but after watching this, she, I didn't think she was even going to watch it with me. But she sat and watched the whole documentary with me. And after seeing some of the the kind things that Bruce has done for fans over the years, and how, you know how many nice things people had to say about him and. And just seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff about the whole franchise and what it means to people, including myself. She was like, oh, this makes me want to cry. I think I might actually give these movies a chance now. So I was like, gotcha. (laughs) Now you just need somebody to make a documentary of every other movie that you want her to see. (laughs) And enjoy and then make her watch it, make her cry, and then she'll become a fan with you. Yeah. There you go. That's the, well, I hey, out. I figured out the key to a happy marriage. Or happy, yeah. yeah, make your woman cry. <laughs> Hypnotize them with documentaries. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you so, know about the goosebumps thing? Um, what I've heard is that 
you know, it's going to be a, a live action series, but it's not going to be the way it used to be. Like, um, what do they call that? An anthology series, right? right? Like, um, so they're going to be I like, like a, a, a ongoing storyline kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, which is okay, but it's fine I, if it's I good, but. I mean, Goosebumps we'll kind of like made me a horror fan as a kid, man. I was a, yeah. a huge bookworm, and that what was the like, main did series. Did like R.L. Stein call you and was like, "You fucking be a horror fan, you little bastard." Or... <laughs> I said, "Yes, sir." Um, and there you were. And there you are. <laughs> well, fucking weird. Dude, I had, I yeah, I had so many of those books as a yeah. kid, and and up until about seventh grade, like that's all that I did was just read those books all the time. And uh, I, I mean, I would get through them pretty quickly. But do you, uh, have, do you have them all anymore? No, and I kind of wish that I did. I I bought some one. of them are collectible. I bought one a couple weeks ago at Goodwill for fifty cents, and it yeah. kind of made me think, you know, what? I might start collecting them again. And just if I find them at places for well, cheap, I'm gonna start buying them. Well, there might be a a bunch of them, like twenty of them, going up on eBay pretty soon. So keep your eyes. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good to know. (laughs) But I'm I'm thinking about trying to collect some of them again so I can read them to my kids eventually. You know, maybe we'll see if they like them. That's why I've been starting to. uh, It's going to take me a long time. It's going to be hard to pry them out of some people's hands. Is collecting issues of the Famous Monsters magazine. Oh, the one started back in the sixties and. I heard there's a back. podcast advertisement in a couple of those magazines. Not that magazine. Oh no, different I'm magazine. sorry. Different magazine. Oh, oh. different magazine. Only That's in one. Right. We 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 the magazine that we uh, advertised in was uh, Scary Monsters. Oh, that's right. The yes. similar similar type of book, and it kind of keeps that tradition going. Yeah, it's it's that's an also a great magazine too. By the way, shout out to Scary Monsters magazine. Um, but you're looking to get your collection. Freedom. Yeah, the famous monsters. You're looking to is, bump up is, that famous collection. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's hard to find nice condition issues of them, and then the good stuff. All the old school monster kids got them all locked down, and they ain't parting with them. So. I don't know. I'll have to wait for people to die or something. And then <laughs> I feel like if you were to find, no, I'll be able to find them. It's just work and money. Well, yeah, I was going to mention the Crypticon thing. You know, Crypticon Seattle is coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've looked, maybe when I've been here, I haven't seen many dealers with that kind of stuff. I've seen, I've seen more at comic actual comic book shows. Because they're okay. all in line with like comic books and magazines quite a bit. So I don't know. Well, I'll I was just thinking maybe open. you could reach out to somebody in like the Crypticon community ahead of time. You know, maybe there's a, a yeah. like a Facebook page. Well, here's the thing is you there... could jump in there and say, hey, I'm looking for these. Anybody got them? Let's meet at Crypticon. The thing is, they're going to be expensive too. So it's not like I'm just going to go and buy them all at once. I'm going to buy one here and one there. And then, yeah. you know, at the rate I'm going now, uh, by the time I'm like 200 years old, I should be able to have the whole collection. <laughs> that's my that's my uh, my goal. 200. By the time I'm 200, I'll have all the issues. I'll have more issues than I already have. <laughs> <laughs> Got enough issues, but I need 
magazines. Right, right. So what other kind of interesting stuff is going on that we... Uh, well... Um, we discussed all this bit, shit man. before we recorded, and now it's like, what did we talk about? Well, it's all, almost like, where do we start? Because honestly, there's a lot. I mean, last week we talked about you know, a few movies that I went to, like, I went to see Jackass forever, and I went to see uh, Scream 5. Yep. You know, I've recently watched um, Ghostbusters Afterlife at Home. And speaking of that, this is a, a good time for us to mention something. If you if you guys haven't already heard the news, I actually woke up to it. I woke up to this news. If you grew up in the 80s watching comedies, you probably this might enjoy and love a little bit an ivan reitman film yeah so we're we're sorry to say ivan reitman has passed away yeah uh i think on the 12th i guess he passed away peacefully in his sleep which oh yeah he, he's known for ghostbusters kindergarten cop twins stripes meatballs which was actually bill murray's first leading role there's like a ton of iconic movies. Uh, I believe he did Animal House, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Um, hopefully I'm not wrong. But yeah, man, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a tough loss. It's been a crazy past few months for like these iconic people passing away. Yeah. Watch one of his movies or something and then a little tribute. Maybe not Kindergarten Cop is probably not his best one. But when that movie came out, I did enjoy it. I kind of want to watch Twins. I I couldn't tell you the last time I watched that. Danny DeVito is always a trip, though. Yeah, I like DeVito. Danny DeVito and Arnold. Speaking of Arnold, uh, he was in a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, yeah. You watch? You watch, I know you don't really care for football, but you watched a game for the commercials. I watched the halftime show. Uh, yeah, I, I watched the the Dr. Dre concert featuring the Rams. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I saw a good portion of the commercials in there. And yeah, there was the one with Arnold and Selma Hayek. And a couple weeks before the Super Bowl, that picture was leaked online. The photo of, of uh, Arnold dressed up that way, you know. And oh, that, it was like, like Zeus or whatever it was. Yeah. Zeus, yeah. And it w- there was nothing in there about the Super Bowl. You know, people were just wondering if this was a, like a photo from a new movie that he was going to be in. And it turns out, nope, it's just a 30-second commercial that costs $7 million. That's crazy that it was $7 million for a 30-second spot during the Super Bowl. That's insane. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that was a pretty good commercial, though. It was kind of kind of cool, him and Sama Hayek being a god and whatever whatever her, uh, whatever her goddess she was. Yeah. Um, but I would, before we carry on, I want... I never thought I'd want a fucking baby Pegasus, but I kind of need one. That was the most <laughs> adorable fucking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. What do you call it? Wouldn't Peggy? mind having one of those. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. What were some of the ads you like? Too? Oh, man, I, I love the Dr. Evil one, you know, with Scotty. Those two bickering back and forth. Like, I, uh, I mean, I, I like the Austin Powers movies a lot, but oh, yeah, it's I not really not really for Austin Powers, really. Like, I like them for Dr. Evil. And it's kind of too bad Vern Troyer not around anymore. But yeah. It was good to see him in there, but yeah, it was, it was still cool. That was cool. Um, the uh, the cable guy commercial, 
that was cool too. Yeah. You know, and it was funny. Uh, somebody in the house while we were watching, mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh, look at that Jim Carrey lookalike." Oh. No, no, no. That's that's really him. <laughs> you know, I guess they thought that it wasn't him because like that movie's so old that it's probably somebody else trying to play a, a cable guy character, and make it funny. You know, sometimes they try to bring him back again and with some other actor in a commercial like this doesn't work but even with jim carrey doing it it was kind of a bit of a stretch i don't know maybe i'm just not as crazy about the cable guy character as some people are but it was it was nice to see him again my my favorite ad was the rocket mortgage one yeah with like the selling the barbie house and it was all competitive and shit and then the end she's like yeah we have a fixer up her and it's like castle gray skull yeah, and then, they, and then they cut to the little girl He Man like oh, it's, the neighbors kind of suck, and then like Skeletor is like, man, <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty good. I kind of geeked out when Skeletor and He Man popped up. That was cool. <laughs> it was kind of a weak year, though. There was a few okay commercials, but it was kind of a weak year for for Super Bowl commercial. I remember in the old days, that was like the shit. Like that was the best part of the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I mean, Steve Buscemi as a bowling alley attendant was pretty fitting. Like, it's like the perfect role for him. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for somebody. I mean, it's a commercial, so they can't say it on TV. But I was kind of hoping somebody would be like, "Shut the fuck up, Donnie." Yeah. <laughs> it was a. Uh, I was listening to the radio this morning, and they were talking about how the majority of the commercials are either for electric cars or cryptocurrency. Yeah, which. And true. You, you know what's kind of funny now that you think about it um you know the halftime show was generally catering to people kind of like in their 30s 40s or whatever oh yeah the people that are buying all the electric cars and cryptocurrency well yeah and then if you think about the commercials too a lot of those were basically kind of like the themes were 90s based i mean we had a cable guy in in one commercial they had right. dr evil and a lot Scotty of nostalgia a lot of yeah nostalgic they had the, yeah. the barbie dolls well, with the masters of the universe yeah it's a because lot of that shit. these are the people with the money right now yeah they they have their market their target market audience you know what i mean and it's the people with the money and it's yeah them like our generations not me personally but our generation <laughs> of people <laughs> yeah. are the ones that got the money right now yeah it was just kind of funny to to think about that and like wow they you know okay. they did a let me correct strategize that. that not the ones that got the money they're the ones that are spending the money yeah 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 but like the fucking the stupid one the qr code that just like pissed me off <laughs> we're watching it but, and, and ryan's like what the hell's that and she gets up to scan the thing and it's like by cryptocurrency or bitcoin yeah. or some shit and it's like fuck you well, you know that worked because you know some. Oh, you know how many we're used to commercials. People, yeah, yeah, we're used to commercials being so busy, and and a lot of them are you know they have this giant production just to sell Pepsi or whatever it is. Um, half the time, you don't even know what they're selling until the very end of the commercial. But with that one, I mean, it's just black screen and this little and code floating, floating around. around. The screen, yeah. So of course you're going to be intrigued by that. I think you know it's the thing though they. All these other companies, like you think like BMW spent a shitload to have Selma Hayek and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Then yeah. they had to pay seven million to get a rand on the fucking thing. Right. It probably so cost them a couple million to produce smart. it. Then it cost them more money. You know what I mean? They end up paying ten million dollars. That's what we <laughs> were all talking it. about. And the in QR the house code we was like it. nothing. 
exactly. you can make that fucking thing on your cell phone and just stare it. You know what I mean? Just, they paid the seven mil, and that's about it. You know? Yeah, I mean it was smart, yeah. but it just oh, pissed me off. You know what? I'm salty about cryptocurrency because one, I don't know much about it, and two, I'm so fucking tired of hearing about it just because. <laughs> Because the name of our show, we get so much yeah. attention about it. Like, I know Sarah kept being like, oh, hey, look at that cryptocurrency. We need to like somehow fucking hitch on and get attention from it. Use like hashtag crypto. And then well, hey, if, we, <laughs> if we get $7 million from buy me a coffee or Patreon, then uh, we can have a little floating QR code up there on the screen for the, you know, maybe five years from now and in, in the Super Bowl and by in five like, years from now, the Super Bowl ads are going to be like twelve million dollars. Twelve so. million, yeah, yeah. So yeah. not a lot. We'll never get a Super Bowl <laughs> ad. Yeah, never get a Super Bowl ad. But yeah, man. Um, I know you don't care, but the Super Bowl was a great freaking game. But I did see so many people were like, "I'm just watching the ads," and then there's a the game in between. I just seen yeah. somebody post about like timing, timing their bathroom breaks between the ads or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I I love football, so I enjoyed the game. It was a good game. A few good ads. Overall, they were kind of disappointing, especially the creepy Amazon fucking Alexa mind reading ad. Oh yeah, which was like a a crazy. Yeah, it was like Amazon like warning us or something. Like just so you know, in the future, we're gonna be able to read your mind, and we're gonna own even more of your fucking shit. Like, anyways fucking amazon (laughs) but you know there were a few decent movie trailers we saw the uh the moon knight trailer yep that looks Um, good the series coming out soon they gave us another trailer for uh dr strange 2 the multiverse of madness which some people are saying online that they heard uh professor x's voice patrick stewart yeah they they heard his voice in there and yeah, I didn't another catch that. Throwback, I, I was... um, who who directed the uh, the new Doctor Strange movie? <laughs> well, that would be Sam Raimi, of course. Kind of callback to the, the Evil Dead talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I mean, honestly, like I've never like I didn't grow up a fan of Doctor Strange. I didn't really know about the character no. until like until they started the putting them in these live action yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah a lot of the really characters dove in these into movies. that. You know, I mean, we've yeah. talked about it before. Like, no one really cared about like the Guardians of the Galaxy. Until yeah, same this movie. I, I mean, didn't know people they cared. They had their fans, but it wasn't like it is now. Yeah, um, it was kind of like one of those niche things. Like, you really, really had to be into comics to know yeah. about them. Yeah. You know, even over on like the DC side, like these characters in that James Gunn brought out in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I don't know nothing about none of these guys. And right now, Peacemaker is like one of the most popular shows on television yeah justifiably so we got another yeah. we got another eagle hug so that's good oh uh, yeah and he got to take a picture he got to do a selfie with it so i'm glad he got his eagle hug selfie <laughs> yeah but yeah, that finally got really that well. um, that's it's been great yeah there's one episode left i'm not ready for it to end but yeah no, but uh but james gunn to. actually teased on twitter earlier today about how good it's going to be he said yeah. Holy cow, it's a jam-packed episode. Yeah. And well, if you saw the last one, really good. you know yeah. what he means by holy cow. Yeah. Um, before we 
shy off too far from the Super Bowl festivities you mentioned. Yeah, the, the concert in the middle, the halftime show. <laughs> yeah, uh, the the Dre, reason I watched the little the Fifty Cent surprise, which I who cares, but um, I didn't listen to Fifty Cent. I, my one of my best friends growing up, he listened to him all the time, so I heard plenty of Fifty Cent, but I never got into him myself. Um, but yeah, I mean. You know, it wasn't you guys a know bad who was there. It wasn't the best halftime show, but it wasn't bad. But uh Yeah, that's the thing. I I'm not I don't want to shit on it, but it, it, it was good. It was good, but let let's say it, it was better than for last me. <laughs> for me being an outsider who does not watch football, I don't know about the length of halftime shows and things like that. You know, they've been hyping this up for a while now, telling yeah. us how how it's going to be this big spectacle. I expected more than 15 minutes. That's usually what you get, though, 15, 20 minutes or so. After talking, you know, once it was done, after talking with family, they they told me that, you know, like, yeah. okay, that's generally what it is. But I, after it ended, I was like, that's it? You know, like, um, I, I guess I was really hoping for more than, like, a song and a half a piece, or, you know, they, they didn't even do the the whole song of, of any of the segments of songs. Like, yeah, they yeah. got, like, a it's verse a, and a, not, or a chorus. and Most of their vocals, they pre-record, too. Yeah. I was just hoping for maybe, like, a 30, 40-minute show. I need to buy the concert ticket for that one. <laughs> yeah, and, and, like, they got this big-ass house out there on the field. And, you know, to be the production crew that brings all that out, you've got all this stuff going. you got, like, three, four cars parked. you got, like, a hundred dudes, Crip walking in unison. And There's a totally lot that goes into ball. it for as little as it feels like. Yeah. You know I mean, it's like, why do people wasting this money? Yeah. And these performers, man, like, I, I mean, they're getting paid and they, you know, they're getting their flights covered and this and that. So they probably don't care. Just the fact that they're playing at the Super Bowl is probably a big deal to them. And it is. They were breaking ground. I mean, we might actually be able to have hip hop at the Super Bowl again after this. Um, so it, it's, it's great that they did it, but I guess if I was them, I would have been like, that's it. Like I'm only doing one. Like I'm doing, we're going and doing all this, putting all this shit together for like a song, a piece, you know, it, it just, I just was hoping for a little bit more, but it was cool. Um, uh, I, I love the way the stage rose up, you know, with Dre right there on the keys and everything. And, or, well, he was on the boards and then Snoop there with him and the fake boards, you know, yeah, yeah, the, and the little uh, the tribute to uh, Tupac was cool, and um, you know, I I'm not really a Fifty Cent fan, but it was neat that he was actually upside down when yeah. they brought him out. But that fucking um, blood pressure all up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, can you guys get me down quick? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I gotta say, man, it probably sucked to be the people on the other side of the house. You know what I mean? Because like they were up on the top for a minute and then Snoop and them went down below and there's the band playing. But like the whole other side of the house is just. Yeah, but they kind of went one side and back to the other side. They kind of did. They okay. Yeah. But uh, all right. You mentioned Snoop. That's the reason I brought it back up because. Yeah. yeah. You've probably seen the ads for his his comic, the Tales from the Crypt. It's a the horror anthology series. What's really cool about it is uh, I didn't realize until literally this morning that he has uh, Rodney Barnes writing it. Oh, yeah? He's like a TV writer and he's written some other comics like the fucking like highly acclaimed Philadelphia comic. 
which is a really good book. So it's kind of cool, man. He's working with Rodney Barnes on this. I think it's going to be a decent horror series. So let's see where that comes, you know, where that, where that goes and how that works out. But let's uh, take a quick break and uh, get to that interview with Ainsley. Hey, I'm Felissa Rose, Angela from Sleepaway Camp, and you're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. Yeah! Hey, we are on the Steve and Crypto Show with a friend of the show and a fellow podcaster here to tell us about her show called One Dark Fright. You guys will dig it, I'm sure, but let's hear about it. Uh, Meet Ainsley Pompey. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you guys? Good. Sorry, a little delay. Finally got it going. And uh, so, let's jump right into the podcast. Okay. Um, so I had uh, Tim Waverla and Rebe- his uh, partner Rebecca reach out to me about doing a podcast, and I thought maybe we were just going to do one episode, but it became a thing. So. Um, we've done three, we're going to, well, we recorded one <laughs> last week and that didn't go so great. So we have to re-record tomorrow, but, um, that'll be our third episode, but we've recorded four. Uh, one is just kind of like a little backup one. Cause it wasn't that great, but we're enjoying it. It's fun. So we just talk about a different movie every month. Like, you know, a lot of people do and a different horror movie and yeah. Were you guys kind of just lifelong friends that shared this love of horror and then just one day it was just like fuck it let's do a podcast or was it no um actually rebecca and i have been friends on instagram for a couple years um and i didn't even know and then i was you know following her partner tim and i didn't even know that they were a couple so um when she reached out to me about doing a podcast she said oh yeah and tim wants to you know join with us and i'm like Tim's your partner. Sure. Okay. I'm like, I'm I'm learning new things, but uh, yeah. So they just reached out to me uh, prior to the holidays last year and asked if I wanted to join them. And we just went from there. I think that's a really fun way to uh, grow a friendship. Like, you know what, let's just make a podcast and just learn about each other on the, on the way, you know? Um, Yeah. You guys, your first episode was right around the holiday time and you did Mm -hmm. a, the uh, Silent Night, yes. which is a cult classic. Um, and episode two, we were just mentioning before we started, was Screen Three, mm-hmm. which might not be everybody's favorite of that franchise. Right. Um, <laughs> how, how it's do you still guys... fun. Yeah. <laughs> it is. They're all fun. Honestly, when, when uh, the Screen movies first started coming out, I wasn't a big Scream fan. And I, I kind of avoided watching them ever again until recently. Uh, you know, I was trying to get myself hyped up for the new movie. So I went back and watched the first screen movie and I, I, I appreciate it a lot more now than I did then. Right. Cause then I felt like they were trying to uh, be this serious horror movie and it's kind of goofy. Yes. So you look at it now and it's like, this shit's just fun. Yeah, exactly. But uh, what, um, goes into selecting the movies that you guys cover like how how do you uh how do you decide that we're gonna 
watch this movie? Is it just do you guys have a list and you're just we're gonna run through it or we don't actually. The very first episode we recorded was comparing the Evil Dead to Evil Dead 2 because the Evil Dead is my favorite uh horror movie. So for whatever reason we decided to start there. Um and then that's one that we haven't um posted just because we sound a little like out of sync and stuff since it was our first one. But, and then as far as scream three goes, uh, we just kind of all collectively decided to do that one since the new scream movie was going to be coming out. And we wanted to do what we think is the goofiest, like worst, worst of the franchise. So that's why we decided to do that one. Um, and then this month we were going to do Pawnee pool because it takes place on uh, Valentine's day, but we had some recording issues <laughs> last week and that didn't uh, end up working out. So we're going to re-record tomorrow and we're actually going to do uh, the slumber party massacre just for something different. Right. Are you thinking you're going to uh, maybe circle back to the, the Pawnee pool recording since you already have notes and stuff ready to go or. Oh, um, I think Tim's thought with that was that he didn't want to just go ahead and do it again this week. So we wouldn't feel like burnout on it, you know? Uh, but yeah, it might be something we might come back to because we really enjoy the movie because it's so different from most zombie films. So I, I definitely would love to maybe go back to it sometime, but if it's not something we go back to, I'm okay with that. I'm pretty flexible and we'll watch whatever and talk about whatever. So it's no big deal for me. Is there any movie like a, a, is there one movie that you really want to make sure you guys do at some point? You know, I was sort of thinking about that today and everything that I, I I don't want to be like, let's do everything that I want to do because I I feel like I've kind of come up with a few of them. I definitely don't want to take that away from Tim and Rebecca, but um, I don't know. Um, Maybe I'd like to maybe talk about the, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise, uh, maybe sort of pick one of the films out of the franchise to discuss kind of like what we did with Scream 3, uh, one of the worst ones out of the franchise, franchise. but um, that's just, you know, whenever down the line, if we decide we want to do that or not. But like I said, I'm extremely open to watching and doing whatever. Right. Um, You mentioned the Texas Chainsaw franchise. How are you feeling about the trailer for the new one? I mean, I'll watch it because I'll watch anything right. that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre related because I love the first two films. Um, and I don't mind the uh, 2003 version and even the 2006 version. I don't mind. Uh, but I, I'm I, I'm apprehensive about it because I'm sure it's not going to be great. But I don't know how I feel about the idea of Sally coming back as like a reoccurring character as an older person because I'm like, is she just going to sit and do nothing the way Lori did in the last uh, Halloween movie. But, you know, hopefully she'll get some badass like kills and things in there, but we'll see, I guess. So I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about it, right. I guess. Well, um, the party bus scene, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Yes, me too. I think that's, I, I was kind of on the fence, like, you know, I'm going to watch it. I'm not in a big hurry to watch it. You know, once I get, if I get time during the week, I'll watch it. But after seeing that scene, I was like, oh shit, it's going yeah. down. I'm going to watch it as soon as possible. And now yeah. I'm trying to, I might even try to get a, uh, like a little live tweet going this Saturday that it comes out. So we'll oh, yeah. see about that. But it could be fun. But yeah, just that scene like sold the whole movie on me. I agree. 
just seeing him yoking dude up against the ceiling and yeah, let's kill all these geeks under phones. Yeah. Well, that was the thing when I had read that it was uh influencer kind of based, yeah. I was like, you know, I'm like, no, I don't like that idea because, you know, I'm a millennial and I'm like, yeah, like it sounds so like Gen Z sort of. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, I don't think I'm into that. But um, once I saw that, I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. If anything, it won't be perfect. That's for sure. Yeah. It won't be like the the original. No, no. Since you is, have you done any other podcasts? Like, is this your first show that you're part of? Yes. Yeah. So, so far, what are some of the things that you found that you really enjoy about it? And then some of the things that you're like, oh, it's a pain in the ass, like pros and cons kind of thing. Well, fortunately, Tim does all of our editing. I don't think that's something like I have no clue how that, you know, what goes into that. Um, but some of the things that I personally struggle with is that I'm one of those that I'll think of an idea real quick and I need to get it out or I'll forget it. And so sometimes I might start talking over Rebecca and that's something that I definitely need to like pull back on. Um, cause I don't want to interrupt her while she's speaking. Um, or if you but, wait, right. And then you forget it. And- exactly. So yeah. Yeah. So I, um, that's something that I need to work on, but, um, that part, I don't like just personally about myself doing it, but, uh, I just, I really love watching the movie and taking the notes. My husband will watch them with me and he likes horror too. He's just not as like into it as much as I am necessarily, but he's seen just as many or more movies than I have. And, uh, he'll watch them with me and we take notes together. And he always has some good one-liners that I like to add in there once in a while. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just, just doing the research. I like yeah, that's always fun. Um, it's like prepping to interview somebody or something. I love just digging in and trying to find like weird stuff that I could bring up that. So like, I guess hadn't thought about or something in a while to kind of catch them off guard. Right. But where does your uh, personal love of horror stem from? Uh, well, when I was a kid, I was always really afraid of Halloween and masks and just scary movies and scary stuff in general. I was really, really afraid of Freddy Krueger. Um, my sister's eight years older than me. So she was in that age bracket where she was watching that stuff. And that stuff was kind of like everywhere in the eighties, you know, and I was very young. So I was terrified of all that. Um, and so I think that fear was more, um, an intrigue more than anything. So then I, once I kind of got past the fear, I just like went right into it and started watching a bunch of stuff. And, uh, I think I'm not sure what my very first horror movie was, but I do remember renting the omen all of the time when I was in elementary school. Uh, so I think it just started from me just being curious and wanting to get over the fear of being afraid of all that stuff. And I mean, it worked for me because I'm not afraid of it anymore, but then you just, then you just embraced it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. What What's probably your, uh, I mean, you mentioned you love the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. It, would that be your favorite horror movie? Do you have one? Uh, okay. So the Evil Dead and I do like Evil Dead too. I don't, they're, they're not equal to me, but they're pretty close to me on the same level. And then I do like, uh, Freddie is my favorite killer, but I don't think his franchise is the best. Cause it gets a little off, of, off the rails there for a while. Yep. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, I pretty much like every 
movie in the Halloween franchise, other than like, I didn't really like the 2018 version or Halloween kills very much, but uh, the rest of them, like I can watch them. Some of them aren't good, but like, I have no problem just sitting down and watching those and enjoying them. Um, Some of the others, like I said, uh, with Nightmare on Elm Street, some of those, I'm just like, God, this is bad. I can't, why is this even part of, (laughs) why is this part of this franchise? But um, some of it's kind of goofy, but yes, it's still fun. It is. So I look at it. You mentioned the evil dead. That's another favorite of mine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how do you feel about the the premise of the new movie? Are, are you excited for, for what you do know about it or how, how do you feel? Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I, I feel like I don't know very much about it really, but, um, yeah, I'm excited just because it's has evil dead attached to it. And I, same kind of thing with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'll watch and see and have and take whatever that's attached to it. So um, I'm excited for it. Any other, um, there's a pretty good list of, of horror movies coming out this year. Anything else you're looking forward to? Gosh, see, I'm so terrible about looking like ahead to see what's coming out. <laughs> yeah. What What is... I got an example for you. The Firestarter trailer just came out today, I believe. Uh, at least I saw it today. I saw somebody post the poster for that. I didn't even know that was going to be a thing. Um, I don't. I'm not against remakes. I, I like a lot of remakes. I like the Evil Dead remake a lot. Me so. too, very it was much. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not opposed to them, but I, I don't know. I guess I'll watch them. I'll see how it is. But I didn't even know that was. Uh, a movie slated for this year so i didn't either <laughs> until a few days ago <laughs> yeah what are some other ones that are coming crypto like I'm, I'm totally like we actually went through a list of some that we wanted to see i got one for you um and we're taking it to the music realm a little bit the foo fighters movie studio 666 we talked about it recently mm. but i want to know if you know anything about it or if you're into it are you excited for it i didn't hear anything about that but I am I am interested in that. I'm I'm googling it right now. I didn't even know. Um, Dave Grohl. They set up cool to guy. record uh, in in a house. They set up a in a house that has like some crazy history or something, and they end up getting possessed or something, and it gets all crazy yeah. and haywire. And Dave Grohl's energy will will be good. Yeah. Well, since we just mentioned Evil Dead, it it does kind of have from the trailer. It has a slight Evil Dead vibe to me. You know, Dave's eyes turn black and and there's like a demonic book from the looks of it so it, it should be fun I'm trying to get my cat to move out move out the way my <laughs> <laughs> cat wants to be on the show tell your cat no tell your cat to go uh subscribe on our patreon or something <laughs> there's also that uh is nope coming out nope. that's right yeah that's, nope that's coming that's another one that we don't know anything about no nope <laughs> there is, a, a is that one coming out nope and then the one with ethan hawk uh what is that called is black telephone or that oh yeah name? yeah yep that actually Something looks like that looks solid i think we're getting a salem's lot remake later in the year hmm. yeah that's interesting We'll see. Ooh. Okay. So that makes me think of not an upcoming movie, but just just a show that's really fun. What we do in the shadows. Are you are you watching that at all, or have you caught up on it? Yeah. Yeah. I really like yeah. that. I I got that. I watched the movie so long ago. Oh my god. Um, yeah. And then when I heard that they're making a show, like I'm I will watch anything that they do. It's so yeah. funny. 
Yeah. The humor is great. I, yeah, I, I still it. think that's the f- f- best comedy in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's Probably clever. Shadows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. But we're um, we had you here to talk about podcasts. Uh, One Dark Fright. How would you, uh, if you're talking to somebody on the street, how would you explain your show to them? That three horror fans sitting down and watching a horror movie and then just basically going down from beginning to end, kind of analyzing it and throwing in our two cents about, you know, why we think they did what they did and even themes behind them. And, uh, you know, just the funny stuff that doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, basically just kind of going, going all the way from beginning to end, talking about all the little details. So I was going to add, if, if, if you will, um, it's honest. <laughs> They're very honest. Yeah. But like she said, you, you, find the weird details and kind of not shit on them but just make sure people point it out and kind of say look this is dumb yeah (laughs) and this is why we might think it's dumb but which i like okay so one dark fright three horror friends breaking down a a movie yeah they just started or a couple episodes been released they have a third one probably on the way pretty soon Yep. There's a little delay, like you said. Yeah. Oh, where can people uh, follow the show and get all the latest when episodes are coming out and all that good stuff? So we have a Instagram account. It's just one dark fright pod. Uh, I tend to post mostly over there, but, you know, Tim and Rebecca can get in there whenever they want and post. Um, and then we're available on uh, Apple spotify gosh i don't know i always listen on spotify so i'm terrible about all the like links we're we're available where you can listen Wherever. to your yep. podcast <laughs> you're there right yes do you want to promote your your own stuff your own page because i know you put a lot of uh fun interesting edits you're creative yourself besides the podcast like you put a lot of uh you know photos and you get kind of weird and sometimes goofy with it and i i think it's fun i always look forward to what weird picture you're going to put up today like today was i think the exploding yeah. floating head one i mean feel free to, to promote yourself to get some uh, more followers yeah i mean i i just do it for fun you know uh i started that account in 2019 i think yeah i i'm kind of a weird girl i like weird shit so i <laughs> if i think of something i post it and right now i'm kind of stuck in this weird thing of wanting to do a bunch of weird edits and maybe tomorrow i might not want to do that anymore i don't know i just kind of go back and forth and all over the place but uh my instagram is just at the vivid at the underscore vivid underscore void so so there you go go follow ainsley follow the podcast check out the podcast um it's fun they know their shit and they're definitely fun they don't uh they're not like some shows that'll come off as like know-it-all those shows bother me their show is fun yeah. they're funny they you could tell they're passionate about it you could tell they love what they're doing and they're just having a good time and that's what it should all be about <laughs> After listening to the Scream 3 episode, I kind of feel like I want to go back and watch the movie again. You know, mm-hmm. there's little things that you guys mentioned throughout. They're like, oh, did I catch that before? Or, do I remember that going down? Like, you know. I, I so. don't want to go back and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's kind of how I feel, too. I, I 
I would watch it again, but like, I don't need to watch it anytime soon. It's so long. Yeah. It's like two hours worth of yeah. not scream. You know, it's just, just yeah. so different from the others. So. Oh, I'm not saying it's my favorite by any no. means, but, <laughs> but I do enjoy it. You know, it yeah. might be the bottom on the list, but I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, Hey, you got something else? No, no, no. I was just going to say, it's really cool that, that your show kind of, can breathe new energy into a film and, you know, make people want to go back again and, and watch like some shows you just listen to a lot like, Oh, that's cool. And you know, they went on about it, but your show actually gave me that feeling. I'm like, I should go watch that again. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That should be the thing. Like just go make people go watch uh, bad. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> Trick people into watching movies that weren't the best in the uh, franchise. That should be like your, that should be the 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 whole, the whole your stick. You know what I mean? One dog yeah, I have thought about you that. Watch shitty movies. Yes. Well, then you'll end up getting all this mail from people like, "I want my time back." <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. Uh, yeah. No, seriously though, they have a great perspective on things. Yeah. And check out One Dark Fright. It's a good show good people ainsley's cool follow her and uh yeah check it out thank you for coming on and thank you for hanging out for a few yeah thanks for having me i appreciate it in the middle of the woods in a secluded cabin lives aaron a deranged serial killer on a gore-filled path of destruction with each new victim his appetite for blood and carnage increases. There is only one problem though. His victims don't stay dead. Night of the Undead Whores, an extreme horror novelette by Eric Capitan. Now available on Amazon. Hey, I'm Lee. And I'm Brittany. We're the two crazies from Night of the Horror File. A horror movie podcast with new episodes every Monday. And today you are listening to The, the Stephen and Crypto, Crypto Show. Show. <laughs> was that good? Was, was I too corny? Shut up. Hey, we are back. Make sure you guys go and check out One Dark Fright podcast. You can listen to it just about anywhere you find podcasts. It's a good show. Like I said, I love their perspective. And I think you guys would dig it too. Yeah. I mean, you guys just heard the chat with Ainsley. So, you know, if you think that you, you know, uh, can vibe with her and what, what she's got going on the show, there's two more people on the show with her that you might like. So, you know, I mean, I listen to podcasts all the time and, and after a while you kind of start to feel like, you know, these people in, yeah. in a way. Yeah. So you know, or some of them are like, damn, like we could, we could be friends. Like I could totally hang out with this person. And I mean, we've, we've talked about them a lot, but shout out to night at the horror file. Those, those people, you know, those guys over there, I feel like we could hang out with them and oh, watch yeah. a scary movie and talk some shit about it, which we might do one day. So it'll be good. And uh, speaking of scary movies, uh, we mentioned earlier that we want to do the horror trivia thing. So this could be a good time to slip in that question that's right yeah why not so we do that so like i said you know the answer these questions will probably be easy but i just kind of just want to 
try to have some fun and come up with another reason to send you guys some goodies. So you kind of have clues throughout this episode too for this one. We've mentioned the uh, this director a couple times actually. So the director of Drag Me to Hell is most famous for what other horror franchise? If you know the answer to that, Bay Pig us, in the City. Message us. No, that's the other guy. Message us <laughs> on uh, in the Facebook group. Message us on our Instagram or Twitter. Uh, DM us so you don't uh, give away the answer to people, which most people probably fucking know this. But anyways, yeah. So the director of Drag Me to Hell is most famous for what other horror franchise so um yeah message us tell us what it is and we will uh send you a little something for playing along and thanks for listening um i kind of uh before we went to the break i kind of cut crypto off when i was talking about oh, snoop dog and yeah yeah before we go any further i just want to uh mention some more snoop news because there's a few things snoop news. might as well yeah snoop news snoop uh, loop. We might were talking, as well i mean we not to interrupt you again but we were talking about him the other night when uh he he was performing yeah we were talking about um what the hell was the will ferrell movie was it old school when he was like we're yeah. going streaking remember he yeah was like snoop snoop a loop and he was like yeah <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Never hear Snoop Dogg at your Snoop a loop. But carry on, sir. You know, you know, I heard that the Super Bowl told him he was not allowed to wear a rag out the back of his pocket, you know, like he couldn't wear a blue rag. So instead he shows up at the Super Bowl with basically an entire blue rag for an outfit. <laughs> um, you know, those guys they they're not going to listen to all the rules. They're not going to obey everything. So like, you know, Snoop basically did that as a fuck you to the Super Bowl or whatever. And then uh, Eminem was told that he couldn't kneel. And he did. He took a knee but like now, like now the NFL is backtracking. Now the NFL is backtracking saying they knew. But oh yeah, no, yeah, I doubt it. Well, anyway, um, you know, out, other non uh super bowl related snoop dog stuff um he recently became the owner of death row which is pretty big for him and on top of that he put out a new album seems like he put out a new album not long ago does but death it, row still put out albums or did he buy this property for merchandising and stuff which is going to be a lot of fucking money to be made that's a good question i'm not yeah. entirely sure um Either way, it's still a smart, smart move because he probably got it pretty cheap. Yeah, and I would hope that he can make off it. That he doesn't. I mean, if they aren't releasing music right now, I would hope that he does intend to do so. I would assume that he does. Um. So, but yeah, I mean, he just put out an album a while ago that had the the big subwoofer track on it, you know, with the Mount Westmore crew. That was just a few months ago. Well. That was a few months ago that he put out a, a record, and now he's got another new record. And I haven't listened to it yet. I believe it's called Back on Death Row. And so this it's probably on Death Row Records. It, I would imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> so this I mean, is like the first relaunch of Death Row, probably. You know, unless he like put put the album together before officially making everything final with Death Row. But it was probably set up to to 
to be based around the announcement. He probably already had bought the company, the name, and then he was, and he was setting himself up. <coughs> yeah, I would launch. think so. And like, oh, as a matter of fact, we're, let's do it the Super Bowl weekend when we're performing and got all this press watching us. Right. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. 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 Smart. So Snoop's um, become quite a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, I haven't listened to the new album, but I did hear a, a snippet of a track featuring Nas. Not Lil Nas X. No. Nas. No, it's like the, the actual. The rapper. original Nas. I don't like other rappers with the name Nas in, you know, there's already a dude named Nas pick something else. Anyway, um, the original Nas is on the track. Who is an and, amazing rapper. Yeah. And I think these he's two are going like, to be honest, these two are going back and forth on the portion that I heard. They kind of, they're like trading off every, every four bars or whatever. And it sounded really good, man. It had like a old school vibe, just like a nineties right. hip hop vibe. So I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of the album. I'll have to track that down. Could I miss back in those days? I listened to some hip hop, so I could might be able to get into that. I'll have to definitely check it out. Definitely check that out. And uh, I guess it's not really hip hop, but it's kind of a, another cool nostalgic thing is that uh, Hulu is reviving Futurama. That's right. Pretty cool. Like I'm, I'm hyped for that. I was, I, I liked how it was really campy, but it was smart with their humor. Yeah. The only thing, like, I don't know much details about it. The only thing I, I know that I, I don't like is that they haven't come to deal with John DiMaggio to return to voice Bender and other voices. And I guess they working on casting somebody else to voice bender because they hadn't reached a deal with DiMaggio yet. Um, we'll see how that turns out. Cause I guess both sides want to make a deal and get it done. Yeah. But not happening, I guess. <clears throat> but is there any, any word on Katie Seagal? Is she coming I think back? She's coming back. Lila? I think everybody's coming back. The main people are coming back except, except, John. Chip John. Yeah. Who was actually super cool. I met him at a Comic Con years ago. And he was like one of the nicest fucking people I ever met. And he was uh you know, talking to kids and stuff and doing like the bender voice at him and stuff and like telling all the lines. kids, bite my shiny metal ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was he was kind of Have a good kids day. Minds doing the voices. It was cool. It's cool to see stuff like that. But yeah, that's pretty exciting for uh Hulu, uh, who is owned by disney which disney the mouse owns everything yeah pretty much there's the he mouse owns or, you and the me mouse he owns amazon. the show <laughs> i'm waiting for the showdown the mouse versus amazon for like world dominance it's coming yeah it's coming but yeah disney uh book of boba fett book of mando fett just book uh, of mando yeah just ended their season uh what do you think of that episode um i i thought it was cool um you don't I feel mean, like everything kind of happened too fast it it kind of did yeah it was like I, a I, slow build slow build slow build then boom all this crazy shit and then done yeah um, one more i don't know it kind of feels like it was well done but I yeah it was more. well done but it feels rushed and it felt like 
you know, they're like, okay, we only have these seven episodes. We got to cram it in, cram it as much as we can. And um, I don't know. The last episode didn't entirely feel like a finale. Like, yeah, no. um, uh, maybe we're just getting spoiled, but you know, there was some, some cool shit in there, but uh, I don't know. It just felt like they should have given us a little bit more. Like one or two more episodes would have been great. Something, yeah, like a ten episode, ten episode arc or something. Yeah, but, um, and I feel like with the feedback of the series, with a, a lot of it not being good for some reason, not a lot of people didn't like it. Um, again, it's it makes me spoiled, but yeah, it, but it makes me wonder if they're going to come back to this show again or not. You know, kind of makes me worry about that one. Like, you know they're going to give us more Mandalorian. They've already yeah. confirmed that. But... I feel like they're going to end up just like, I hate to say it, because it's my favorite character in, in the whole Star Wars universe is Boba Fett. I I, I feel like they're going to kill him off and, and do more of a show with uh, Fennec. Yeah. Which would be cool because she's fucking badass. Yeah, she is. She's and like, cool. you can't really... I, obviously, they're, they're showing uh boba's age you know what i mean because he's very not very fluid in all his uh movements and you know what i mean he's just slow right it doesn't we all doesn't age have it like he used to down, you know yeah he used to be he went through a lot of shit you know he was um starting to be <laughs> fucking partially digested by a fucking big toothy butthole in the ground like <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean hey you know any of us wouldn't be very fresh if we you know, climbed our way out of a butthole. Yeah, I mean, it was good overall. I enjoyed it. I, I kind of didn't like how how Grogu had to choose between, you know, his adopted daddy and learning to be a Jedi. Yeah, but I feel like, and that I think that's setting up for something big. You know what I mean? Like maybe Luke foreseeing like Grogu's need to be there, so he encourage him to be there because he did kind of save the you know he stopped the, the rancor and then he snuggled up and took a nap and perfect <laughs> yeah. disney style you know yeah yeah oh, it has a know, cute moment you know they're gonna sell a toy like or disney or, yeah. or print you know there's gonna be a poster or something of, of disney, the rancor and disney wasn't gonna sleeping. let us disney's like wasn't gonna let us have a fucking a big epic shootout without a good cuddle snuggly cute moment you're gonna be able to get like a a big stuffed rancor with a little groku next to it that like velcros to it and just sticks to it and it cuddles yeah yep that's lame but or like the rancor will be awake and you can rub its head and put it to sleep you know like they had toys like that when i was a kid not rancors not cool ones like that but you know, I think uh, Furby was kind of like that, right? Oh, you could, yeah, remember that? You could put a Furby thing? to, yeah, you could put Furby to sleep just by like rubbing yeah, its head like, or something. By taking the batteries out, <laughs> <laughs> throwing it across the room. Yeah, <laughs> now, actually, those things like people are like they're sought after now. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah a lot of those stupid toys people really want. You know, was yeah. one cool old toy that I kind of wish I I had though. I never got one when I was little either. Was was the uh, my pet monster oh i had one i never had one of those i always wanted one that and i always wanted the talking pb herman doll yeah 
I never had that, and I always want one. I've almost bought them multiple times, but then it's like, fuck, do I want to spend a hundred bucks on a right. Herman? And half the time they don't work anymore. Yeah, I think I had a I had a my pet monster, but I think my parents got it at like a garage sale or Value Village or something like that. But by the way, kids, Value Village was what was around before Goodwill. Um, Goodwill's been around a long time. It just wasn't. Well, not out here. Yeah, it wasn't around out here, at least. You know, we had Value Village when I was a kid, and then eventually Goodwill moved in and took over. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I had one, and it didn't have the chains. That was... That, like, doubles the value to have proper chains, but... Yeah, well, that's the thing. You, I'm you thinking don't have about it, it anymore? Now, like, no, no. So if, if I did have it with the chains, it probably would have been worth a little something. But without them... Not quite so much, but uh, I had one of those back in the day. I had the uh, the Alf puppets that you yep. would get. I, I think you got them from like Burger King yeah, back in I the day. I think it was Burger King that had them. Those would be kind of cool thing to have now. But uh, yeah, back to the PB Herman thing. I guess yeah. I guess there was like a rumor that because uh, the same company that made those made like a talking Freddy Krueger doll, and I guess uh, supposedly some of the voice boxes end up in the wrong dolls so there was like a hook and <laughs> there was like a pb herman that talked like freddy or something <laughs> uh but i want that. how cool to be to have a freddy that talks like pb herman like that would be fucking awesome yeah <laughs> back to, to uh star wars shit we finally got an obi-wan kenobi date yeah may 25th may 25th which is actually their uh star wars new hope released on may 25th in 77 which is pretty interesting how that kind of worked out that way so that's about it for the star wars stuff we always end up talking about it longer than i planned but horror stuff at the the, during the super bowl they released a trailer for nope the nope trailer it didn't show us much of anything like i still don't know anything about this movie except that steven (laughs) union's in it and that's it so it's like hey jordan peele can we get a synopsis and he just like nope nope which i still think is one of the best titles for a horror movie because that would be my every that would be my one line in a horror movie as soon as like seeing a monster or like jason i'm like nope and i'm leaving that's it. I can Done. just, I End just picture, I picture Jordan Peele walking down like the Sunset Strip, you know, and then all of a sudden, like all the the TV reporter guys show up with their their cameras and their their microphones. They're like, Mister Peele, Mister Peele, do you have anything you can say to us about your new movie? Nope. nope. That's it. He just, just keeps keep on walking, nope. just straight face. Like, nope. Can you tell us anyone who's in it? Nope. Nope. Well, can you give us a release date? Nope. For real though, me in a horror movie, I'd just be like, nope, and leave. Which, yeah. which is funny it makes me think of uh i don't know how familiar you are with like old richard Pryor stand-up yeah he does a bit i watched him yeah when he talks about uh if black folks had been in the exorcist movie <laughs> and he's like as soon as the devil spoke like they'd be like hello and they'd be like goodbye and like, <laughs> yeah. that'll be it like goodbye <laughs> goodbye <laughs> And, but he does have a whole bit about it that gets kind of funny and raunchy and making a comment about girl taking a bath and get to cross out her pussy and this and that. And just <laughs> it's a classic <laughs> bit. You gotta look it up. Go on 
it's probably on YouTube. Search YouTube for the the Richard Pryor Exorcist bit. It's a classic. It's one of my, it's one of the funniest bits ever. But yeah, uh, scary movie stuff. Since uh, yeah. we haven't really talked much about horror besides the Evil Dead stuff this episode. Yeah, Usually well, like we're we've a said, you know, on it. Yeah, we definitely jump around on the show, and and it's not always horror stuff here. Sometimes it's just pop culture. There is horror stuff, like I mentioned. Nope. <laughs> Nope. I love saying I just love saying nope. But we got a uh trailer for the new Firestarter movie that Blumhouse is producing based on the Stephen King classic. And I'm excited because I was kind of on the fence about going to see it because I'm not a big Zach Efron fan, but now I know it's going to be released in theater in theaters and streaming on Peacock the same day. So that's exciting. That makes me feel better about going to see a Zach Efron movie because now I don't have to go see one. But the trailer looks pretty good. Definitely not uh, disappointing how it looks. It looks great. And actually, in the in just the the trailer, like Zach Efron looks like he's playing it pretty pretty serious and straightforward. So I'm not not hating it so far. I'm kind yeah. of feeling good about it. Um, he's one of those guys that I think it kind of depends on the movie that he's doing. But sometimes he, you know, he's not not terrible. He's one <laughs> of the ones that it's like, oh, I don't like him. But then you get sucked into his movie and enjoy it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, this is a comedy, but the whole uh, what is it? Uh, Dave and something need wedding dates. Um, I can't right, think of their right. names. Yeah. But that that one's actually really funny with him and Adam from Workaholics. Yeah, that is kind of funny. But I was like, oh, man, do I really want to watch this? And it was like one of those free Redbox rental nights. And I'm like, do I really want to see this crap? And then I watched it. And I was like, damn, that shit was funny. Yeah. And he was yeah. actually okay in it. And he did one with uh, De Niro, too, that wasn't that bad. Which one was that? Was it Dirty Grandpa, I think? Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, that was all right. I just remember, like, De Niro. Wasn't he, like, singing Wu-Tang? I've only watched it once. I need to see it again, but I think so. Another uh, interesting thing about the new Firestarter is that John Carpenter is scoring the film along with That's really Cody cool. Carpenter and Daniel Davies, which I thought is really cool because normally he just scores his own films. Yeah. And like he's not really involved in this that way. So that's pretty cool. Pretty cool that he's willing to work with you know some new people i mean to make it make it a better production and then of course john carpenter uh the halloween connection there's another halloween connection with this one is scott teams who wrote the the screenplay for the new firestarter movie co-wrote halloween kills so it's kind of cool seeing all these these horror projects kind of happening and and just studios getting behind all these people like oh this guy wrote a really good thing here let's hire him to write this one too because they know what's up you know that's right. cool it's kind of we've i've said it a million times this last since we've been doing the show that horror has been really fucking blowing up in hollywood and it's cool it's exciting exciting time to be a horror fan i mean not all the best they're, they're not all perfect movies but they're doing well and making enough money that they're wanting to do more so that's good yeah that's good yeah and it's even nice i mean you know 
Multiverse of Madness was mentioned briefly earlier when we were talking about trailers from the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's even nice that uh, Marvel is dipping into the kind the of horror, horror vibe, yeah. the horror realm a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, and I've probably said this before, but a lot of the Marvel movies have like an underlining theme, you know, yeah. whereas like um, uh, Ant-Man was kind of a heist movie. Yeah. I've I've heard that multiverse is supposed to be kind of a horror film in a way and and when you have someone like sam raimi you know working on it i mean it's it's uh yeah he does it's promising it's promising he does horror pretty well so yeah when you got someone like that who who had already has a uh a known hand in the the horror world you know like they they kind of started there then Yeah. yeah you know you um He's good enough that he was in our first trivia question, so hopefully yeah. you guys paid attention. But, <laughs> uh, time is winding down here today on this week's episode, but we are getting super excited to see that fucking party bus scene on the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Uh, that's the big, my big exciting thing I'm looking forward to this week. Last week, All I was the phones ex- going up. All those phones going up to Instagram live. Oh, yes. they're, they're in for a show. It's going to be good. We talked a little bit about it with, with Ainsley earlier in the episode, so we won't get too much into it. But just to remind you guys, this weekend, streaming on Netflix, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie is coming, and it looks like it might be pretty entertaining. So get on there. Go do it. I did mention that I wanted to try to do a, like a live tweet along, but I totally fucked up my schedule and realized that we had some guests that were recording this weekend for the podcast. So I'm not going to be able to do a tweet along, but I'll probably be watching it Friday night. So let me know if you're watching it and maybe we'll still get a little conversation going. Yeah. Um, y'all know how to hit me up and you guys, the trivia thing, let's make it a fun thing. Let's do it. Yeah, Messages. again, send us the answer, you know, on on our uh, on our Facebook group page, or you can send it to us directly, you know, through our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know. We're waiting to hear from Do you. Do it. Do it. Let's make the best of this little horror trivia game that I got for a Valentine's gift. And I guess this episode is our Valentine's gift to you guys. So... <laughs> Valentine's Day, eat some chocolate. Big ol' hugs and smooches to all of yous. Eat some chocolate and visit well, our... Well, it's COVID time, so air hugs. Air hugs. Yeah, air hugs. But like I was saying, eat chocolate, visit our Patreon, patreon.com slash stevecrypto, visit buymeacoffee.com slash stevecrypto, follow us on social media, share the episodes, uh, tell us... Give us your thoughts. Rate and review the show. Steve wants more boffies and doffies. No boffies and doffies. That's not what I want for <laughs> Valentine's Day. It's inappropriate, actually. <laughs> what we do want is more people to listen to this show. So we're not going to give you any more boffy and doffy jokes. But yes, please join us for all the crazy shenanigans and you know random things we like to post in the, the Steve and Crypto Show group on Facebook. And all the other again, stuff. Patreon, buy me a coffee. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the Steve Strout, CryptoZoo88. 
they recover everything. We did. Just one last thing. Everybody send crypto good vibes to hope he makes it through the week without any uh, <laughs> interaction from Boogersaurus or bathtub poops, brown, brown sharks, sharks, or any of that stuff yeah. that nobody wants to deal with. Stay out of the water. Avoid the brown sharks. <laughs> that, yeah, there you go. Uh, our closing thoughts stay out of the water avoid brown charts that being <laughs> said we have been the steven crypto uh, show thank you guys for listening we'll catch you on a rhyme free episode next week peace